cars, hot music, and the coolest celebrity interviews all in one place. This is Skid Mark Show with Jeff and Ethan, the loudest show on the internet, powered by Hey everybody, this is Dave Kindig. You're listening to the Skid Mark Show. Stay bitching. Hey, it's Katie Osborne, and you're listening to the Skid Mark Show. Hey, what's up? This is Marshall from Hinder, and you're listening to Skid Marks. Hey everybody, it's Ethan D. Welcome to another episode of Skid Mark Show. I got word from our producer, producer Meg, that Jeff Allen had some exciting news and something that I really had to hear about, but then she wouldn't tell me anything else about it. She just said I had to call him. So, for this episode of Skid Mark Show, we're going to call Jeff and find out what this big experience Exciting news is. Hello, hello. Hey, what's happening, brother man? Oh, man. Nothing that a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest couldn't fix. Oh, I've been in a couple of those. I just had my (laughs) ankle tied behind, you know? Yeah. I've never been in one, but it sounds like fun. (laughs) Yes, they do. Now, I hear these rumors that you're about to do something. Rumors? Rumors that you're going to do something really cool, but I have no idea what that possibly is. Like, I'm totally... What's happening? You got something to tell people. Well, every year we search out these rallies to go on and we've done the bull run and we've done gold rush and we've done silver state classic challenge and we've done some race armada events and we're always looking for the next best thing you know it's it's, it's fun to go out and, and meet friends that you rallied with the year before but it's also fun to go meet new friends so we ran across this rally and it's kind of interesting because it's called the fool's roll we're, okay and, the fool's roll that sounds something that would be right up my alley because i am a bit of a fool <laughs> You know, you you did cross my mind when I saw the name. I was like, wow. <laughs> that was the one thing that popped into my head. But it's it's an interesting rally because unlike other rallies, this one you have to go at it with a different you know sense. Because I, I'm going to get into it in just a second. But Bulls Roll basically it's a rally from Austin, Texas to Las Vegas um, from like the 30th through the you know April 1st. So and Bulls Roll because it's on April Fool's Day. Right? Oh, okay, cool. So it's not about me being an idiot or anything. Well, no, but I could be an idiot for doing it because here's the catch. I have to go out and buy a car for no more than $2,000. Oh, really? That's going to be roadworthy enough to go from Austin to Las Vegas in one shot. Oh, and that's over the Rocky Mountains, man. Buddy, that's through the desert. I mean, depending on which route you go, it's going to get pretty interesting because, you know, you're looking at a, a conservatively on that drive you're looking at 18 hours. Yeah, that's you know? a really, really ridiculous long trip and if you go south you're going to be all through the desert like uh, damn near close to Death Valley when you go up and if you go slightly more north you got to get over the Rockies and a $2,000 car making it over the Rocky Mountains, uh, usually the odds aren't that good. Well, and I think that's what the catch is with it is, you know, so many rallies out there and you can go coast to coast and it's a fun trip. I mean, believe me I've done them, I enjoy them, I I love it. But the challenge here was, you know, here's where I've got to put my, you know, my money where my mouth is, because I always say I'm a good buyer when it comes to cars, right? Right. So now my challenge is I've got to go out and find a $2,000 car that will make the trip, get good fuel economy, but still have some performance. I mean, it's, you know, I've been racking my brain because ever since we decided to do this, I was like, oh, what kind of cars would I be looking for? And, you know, I've had experience with a lot of different cars, so I feel like I can 
use this to my advantage, and I'm I'm really trying to search out what the perfect car to me would probably be a five series, you know, uh, late '90s, early 2000s BMW, you know, like a 530 or even a 525 or a 528 with a stick shift. And the reason I say stick shift is the worst thing in the world you ever want to do is get into one of these European cars and have that transmission go into limp home mode. Oh yeah, that'd be awful. I've, I've been there, and I've you know, there. I bought a Mercedes one time at the auction that was just outside of warranty. I mean, just a smidgen. We're talking maybe a few hundred miles over the warranty. But it was such a cool little car, and I thought, oh, this would be a great little commuter car. It was this little C230 compressor, a little hatchback dude. And um, I decided to take Megan to Rio Dosa for the weekend. Let me tell you something. Got up in those mountains, transmission went into limp home mode, had to drive her back the whole rest of the way at 55 miles an hour. Oh, that's awful. That And yes. if, if you have a, um, a stick, at least, like some of the cars that I've owned, if you happen to not have a gear anymore, like first or third or something, you can always start in second and skip over third, because I've had to do that. So with a stick, it's a lot easier. Well, that, and let's just say your clutch goes out. It doesn't mean you're out of the game. Right. You know what I mean? You, you just, you're going to have to, you're going to have to find it and grind it. You know what I mean? But there's still a way to get there. And that's, that's the whole key to this thing is, is surviving. Because I believe just from what research I've done, a lot of cars get kicked out of this deal early on because they just can't make it. You know, and that's the two rules. If you get a speeding ticket, you're out. If you break down, you're out. Oh, really? So you can't even speed and get caught. Like, they, uh, why would that? They just, I guess, they're not like the other rallies. They're not about getting someplace uh, hauling ass or something? Well, no, I think they're about getting there. I think just legally, they're going to say, if you get a speeding ticket, you're out. You know, and I think that's a cool rule because then there's there's actually, you know, a lot of these rallies, these guys rack up a boatload. You know, we've talked to Alex Roy. We've talked to some these other people from Gold Rush and, and Bull Run and you know we talked to Andy Duncan that time and you know those rallies these guys rack up the tickets and then they go home afterwards and they get with their attorneys and they have to settle everything right this rally says hey you get a ticket we're gonna run we're gonna run your license at the end of this deal and we're gonna check every state that you could have possibly traveled to get to Las Vegas to make sure you didn't get a ticket during this time frame. Well, that sounds like it's a really cool safety aspect, too. And then, you know, the people involved don't have to worry about really speeding that much unless you just are really in the mood to get there first. Well, here's the catch, though, too. See, that's why this is such a fool's roll. Not only do you have to buy a $2,000 card that will make the whole trip, Okay, but let me walk you through the process. So you meet in Austin, you take off, you, you go all the way to Vegas. Once you get to Vegas, you know, basically there's $10,000 for first place up oh, for grabs. Really? Yeah. $10,000 for first place. I think it's 5000 for second and 3000 for third. Okay, so it is so still kind of like a race in, a, in some ways. It is. It is. But it's also about who's going to be able to survive, right? Because your car has got to be able to make it. Well, then it's a $2,000 so, car, which the odds are pretty low. Right. Now, here's the other catch in this whole deal. Once you arrive in Vegas, the following day, you have to sell your car. Really? Like, do yes. they? Do, do you have to just go online? You have to sell it in a day? Yes. So you, you have to sell your car in a day. So you probably so, have to go to a dealership.
ship somewhere in Vegas uh, that'll hopefully pick it up. Right, exactly. Now, here's the catch to this deal. Now, this is this, this is why I call it the fool's roll, because, you know, it, it sounds like fun on the outside, but then all of a sudden I started thinking about it and I, over the weekend, and I'm like, actually, this is a lot of work. Yeah. You know, first, first I got to go find the perfect car, or in my words, the perfect car that make the trip, the best one that I think will make the trip. Then I've got to prep that car, because once you buy the $2,000 car, it's not like you can come back, drop an LS7 motor in it, twin turbo it. You can't cheat like that. Right. You have to go with what the car has. Now, the only thing they do allow you to do is check the safety items, like tires, brakes. You know, obviously, I'm going to change the oil. We're going to make sure we've got pins all in there, shelf fuels on board. You know, I'm going to get all those. I'll have the best of the best, and hopefully the car holds together and it's a good car. But by the time I get to Vegas, the following day, now I have to sell the car. That's just, that, that's insane because I don't know anybody who's put a car up for sale and that same day, I mean, except for like you guys when you're a dealer and everybody knows about it, but you can't put a car up for sale and that day have someone, especially a $2,000 clunker. Well, here's the deal. You have to sell it that day because that night you have to take whatever you got for your car and bet it on one hand. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, so you're going to get... so. Oh, wow. Man. So you have to try and sell it for a decent amount because you could win more. But it may not matter because you might lose it all anyways? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why it's called the Fool's Roll. Because, I mean, think about it. On April Fool's Day, you're going to be sitting down there in a casino. Hopefully, you've sold your car for decent money. And you're taking that money and you've got to bet it on one hand. Either blackjack, I think it's blackjack, roulette, or, you know, uh, crap. You put it on one hand, boom, roll the dice, right? Right. And oh. then either you come up a winner and you double down or you walk away with nothing. So you got to buy this $2,000 car. Now, you can't yes. do anything. You can't mod this thing in any way, right? And $2,000 is the max you can spend on the car in every way, period, except for fuel to get there? Well, you can. What you can do is obviously safety items like brakes, tires, stuff like that you can do. Okay, so you what can. What they uh, don't want you doing is they don't want you to bring it in, you know, and supercharge the car or twin turbo it or do some ridiculous modifications to really throw out what it really is a two thousand dollar car, you know. Right. So you've got to try and find something that's got engine, but since it's such a long road trip, it's got to have a decent interior too. Like hopefully AC, since you're going through the desert. Well, you know, I kind of hope for. That's why I, I, I keep circling back to these import cars, but I, I look at. I'm looking for. An Audi A4 or up. I'm looking for a BMW 3 Series or, you know, ideally it would be a 5 Series. And the reason I say that is because also, you know what slows you down is we've talked about this time and time again. It's the gas stops. It's right. the amount of stopping you do that really blows your average. So when I was doing some of my research, I was like, you know, a 2002 BMW 530 has a 22.5 gallon fuel tank. Oh, nice. Right. When you look at some of the other cars, they only have like an 18 gallon fuel tank, a 16 gallon fuel tank or even one of the cars I even considered doing because it was a lightweight car it only had a 13.5 gallon fuel tank wow <laughs> yeah that's gonna suck oh yeah, man literally I mean the, the you might get a few more miles per each gallon but holy cow that's awful right 
so now it becomes one of those scientists. It's almost like I need a scientist from Shell to step in, like Shannon, and go, okay, well, the mathematics say that this is the perfect car. But, you know, all this planning, and, you know, we could be an hour into the trip and, and, and lose the timing, you know, chain or belt, and we're done. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really, it really is a fool's roll from the moment you start this process to the end. Um, you know, and then on top of it, I didn't even tell you the kicker. You have to dress in costume. Oh, really? Yeah. Every one of these guys that's ever done this Fool's Roll, it's all themed out. You should go to their website, check it out at foolsroll.com, and you look at the fact that these, some of these guys showed up looking like the Cannonball Run guys. Some of them look like the Dukes of Hazard. You know, some of them look like the Crash Test Dummies. They really are elaborate in their costuming because the costuming is unrestricted. You can spend as much money as you want on, on your costume. Okay, but you have to dress in some kind of costume. It's like part of the, the rally then. Yeah, I think I, I don't think he would place very well or, or score if you just showed up as yourself. You know, it's it's all costume driven. If you look at the website, you know, some guys showed up dressed like sheiks, driving a Volkswagen thing. Another group showed up as newscasters and they even had a helicopter fly down like they were d- reporting live from a scene. I mean, some of these people go into this big time. That that group actually, I heard it took them over 50 hours to make the trip because they kept stopping and they were going after another award, the Fool's Award, which, you know, is most covered supposedly because that's the one that you know social medialy drawn and all these guys would stop to different locations and take all these creative pictures so there's many ways to play this game oh okay well that sounds like fun uh as far as the car's concerned though like are you allowed to pay to have a mechanic check it out i mean because you've got to know i'm looking i actually went ahead and while we're talking i googled two thousand dollar cars for sale near me and there's more options than you might think like there's a an 04 Volkswagen Volkswagen Passat and an 07 Mazda uh, 3 that are both right. for sale for less than two grand. But can you use whatever's left if you come in under two grand to do any kind of updates? Or are you just, you buy a car for less than two grand and then you put, you know, like belts and hoses on it and everything else is, is you can't touch? That's right. That's the deal, man. But you got an in house mechanic, though. That helps. Well, if you're a mechanic, yeah, it helps. I think, um, you know, that's why I'm trying to stick to cars that I'm really familiar with. You know, um, I don't want to get stuck on the open road with a car that I've never been in, like a Yugo. Right. I think that, that that would be the death of me because, you know, I've never experienced a Yugo, never worked on one. I'm not saying it's difficult, but, you know, I've never owned one. So I want to I want to come in with something I've owned and I'm real comfortable with. Obviously, it's got to be a comfortable car. It has to have some resemblance of a good gas mileage car. <laughs> Just a little bit. You know All right. I, mean? I can't go in there. I can't go in there in the Land Rover or anything like that that's going to get, you know, 10, 12 miles a gallon. It's just not going to work. You know? No, it's not. Um, I found an 05 Toyota Camry with only 55,000 miles on it for 1999, but I'm thinking with that few miles, it probably was underwater at some point or something. So, But there's some good hey, gas. But that's okay, as long as it runs. You right. Know, that's the whole gig. As long as it can make one trip, you're good, right? That's it, man, because, you know, there's all these different... It's hard for me to sit down and tell you every little aspect of the fool's role, but there's even an award for the person that makes the most money selling their car. 
So oh, wow. as this thing is, and as it goes, it's just one big challenge, you know? And for us, I thought it was a perfect connection because I'm like, hey, look, I had a national TV show where I went out and I found some of the coolest cars in the world to buy, fix, and flip. So how hard can it be for me to go get a $2,000 car and make this trip? True. Wow. And your negotiating skills will help, too. You know, you can talk some, maybe you could talk somebody down from five to two. Is that allowed? Yeah, you can do whatever you can do, man. If, if you, you know, I mean, within reason, I mean, obviously, if you're going to show up there with a Z06 Corvette or a Lamborghini, a lot of people are going to call foul. Right. You, you can't, know? like, get a get a, a bro deal and cheat your way there. Yeah. I mean, you could, but I think a lot of people are going to call BS on you, and it's not going to be favorable. Because the whole spirit of the thing is to go out there and find, uh, you know, a reasonable price car for $2,000. Everybody's on an equal playing field, and it's really the best driver navigator to get to Vegas, you know, the, on the best time. Oh, cool. There's a 2000 Audi A6 for nineteen ninety I'm Again, I'm on Google. So there, there's some decent options out there. I just wonder... You know, what all's wrong with some of these rides? Well, that's the kicker because, like you know, lately I actually was going to buy a, a 530 BMW that had automatic transmission. And if you read up on a lot of those ads, they will tell you needs transmission, you know, check engine lights on. It, you know, there's all these different avenues of issues that are that are in a $2,000 car. Because think about it, most people that are getting rid of a car for $2,000 because one, they don't need it anymore. Two, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, at that point when you're ready to sell it for $2,000, it's almost like, I just want it gone, but I don't want to give it away. Yes, exactly. I don't want to send it to the crusher. I don't want to give it to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the big part. <laughs> Yeah, I just want a couple grand. I'm going to walk away. And, you know, I mean, people have been flexible. I've called on some cars that are three and $3,500 and been talking to them and saying, hey, can we get down, you know, $2,000 because that's my budget. And a lot of people are flexible with it. And I think we'll be okay. I'm just a little nervous right now because I haven't secured the car yet. Right. And time is ticking. I've only got really till the end of this week to secure a car so I can make the deadline. Because once you have the car, then you prep the car. Not only that, but you also have to register the car your own name so you have to have the title come back and you know how the dmv can be oh yeah they take forever yeah it could be two or three weeks so i need to have that title because when i get to vegas i have to sell the car yeah holy cow yeah so we were a little late on getting it all hooked up because actually the rules say that 120 days out from the the contest you can buy the car Oh, okay. Well, that gives you a little bit of, of wiggle room time there. Oh, no. No, because right now, buddy, this this goes off March 29th. That's when I leave. Oh, so you're, I, you're I, almost I out of time. Well, I got a little time. A week. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are such here's procrastinators. The, hey, here's the good part about this, and this is where it all comes back around. You know, we've done these road rallies before, and they've all been a lot of fun, and, and, and I've seen some incredible roads. I've, had, I've gone up Pikes Peak. I've done Tale of the Dragon with the Gold Rush family on the Bull Run. I went to some crazy place in Virginia with this mansion, and then the, I, I will never forget the road leaving Virginia with all my Bull Run friends and how crazy insane that switchback road was. It was the most insane ride I'd ever been on. I mean, yeah. I've never been on a road more insane. You know, they talk about Tale of the Dragon, Pikes Peak. Those are epic. But this road in Virginia, I mean, it, it takes a cake to all of these. 
But what I like about the Foles role is we're going to do this and we're going to do it for a good cause. And we're actually going to team up with SEMA and their charity, you know, SEMA Cares Charity. Oh, cool. And we're going to we're going to donate all the money that we win or lose <laughs> to the charity. <laughs> now, now, mind you, you know me. I'm not a kind of guy at the end of the day that's not going to show up and give the charity some something. You know, right. I just, I just would never do that. But, you know, we looked at a lot of charities and I wanted something that was really children driven. I think, you know, there's a lot of children out there that are victims of physical and, and sexual abuse and emotional abuse and parental yeah. neglect and, and I thought it was cool that SEMA Cares program teams up with a charity called Ch- Child Help that, that does that. They actually go out and take care of these kids and help get them out of the situations they're in. And so I wanted to run this rally just for those chi- those kids. See, that's the exact same kind of charity I would pick. You know, I, I adopted uh, kids, so that's something near and dear to my heart. So that's, that's awesome that you guys are doing that and um, hopefully things will end up well, but I guess we got to find out what what casino is the Fool's Roll going to roll into when they get to Vegas, buddy. That that's a Megan department. Okay, you know me. I'm on the car. I am. I'm worried about <laughs> where the getting the car, getting you know the other the other aspect of this too is what do we what do we dress up as? Right. What are you guys going to go as? Have you? Because I mean, I, I remember you you texted me the other day. You asked me if I still had the dinosaur costume, which I do, which wouldn't fit you. Um, but also, I won't be able to make this round because of the, the date of it that you told me. So what are you thinking of now? Well, originally, you know, when I called you up about the T-Rex costume, I was thinking we would do like a Jurassic Park theme. Ah, uh, right? cool. Right. And, and we and we would have had you strapped to the roof of the car. Yeah, I can see that for the whole drive. <laughs> that that would have totally been legal. Like Wouldn't it, it look cool, though? We got we, a T-Rex on the roof? Like we, we think about it. Could have gotten some, uh, some deer antlers and taped them to the head of the T-Rex and we could have been like a fresh kid from a hunt. <laughs> I just thought it'd be so cool to have a vehicle got up like the Jurassic Park and have the T-Rex in the back or wherever. You know, just the whole idea of us chasing down this T-Rex, you know, for Jurassic Park. I thought it'd be great. No, I love but, it. I, I, I think if, we, uh, if we're still doing this next year and Fool's Roll comes around again, we're going to do it then. Yeah, well, because nobody had done Jurassic Park yet. So, you know, that's the other thing is this Fool's Roll, I think it's their, you know, their seventh year or something like doing this. So, you know, a lot of the costumes and ideas have already been taken. Oh, yeah. And you want to do something fresh and original every year because you can win more award points and or um, money. Yeah. So that was my thoughts as I was like, well, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to wear? And, and I'm not a costume guy. I really, you know me. I'm not, I, I, I'm not even a fashionista. It's more like I just, you know, roll out of bed. I grab a black t-shirt, you know. And, well, except and for your shoes. Well, shoes. I do have a shoe fetish and, you know, that's late in the years. Um, well, I guess all my life I had a shoe fetish, but, you know, now I'm at the point where I can buy multiple shoes. Before it was like just one pair, you know, but right. now I, I go out and I, I, I buy way too many pairs of shoes. <laughs> and if it was a shoe thing I would be totally into it but it's a costume thing and I don't even go to like Halloween costume parties. Yeah I don't do that either so this is going to be interesting and you uh, I, I'm assuming Meg is going along too. Neither one of you is sort of your standard uh, down the street costume store costume size either. No no and that's going to be interesting too is the fit on this deal and then and then what here's how you got to tie it in though because whatever car we get you kind of got to tie it into the, the theme of everything Thing. You know, you know us. When we go do something, we like to do it big. Right. So it's like whatever car I get, 
matches the theme or, or vice versa, whatever theme we go with costume-wise, I need to be able to outfit the car so it all fits, you know? Oh, man. So, it, it's like funny because I was thinking about it the other day and I said, well, if we got an Audi or if we got a Beamer, you know, Meg, I could just dress up in a, in a, a suit and I could duct tape your mouth and hands <laughs> and feet and throw you in the truck and I could be the transporter. <laughs> yeah, I bet that went over real well. I thought it was great, man. I go, I can make that little slit and put the little juice box in there. It's all good, man. <laughs> That's but not. I think she was like, who's gonna know that you're the transporter? And I go, they will when I when I open the trunk and show them you, and they're all duct taped up. Yeah. That's no okay. So, what are you really thinking of doing after she stopped slapping you? Well, that's just it, man. I don't know. I'm okay. racking my brain. Um, I'm trying to. I hope by the end of this week, I'll have a better bearing on what we're going to do, um, based on the excitement that I've uh, secured a car. Right. Exactly. Find out what car you have first, and let's go from there. I can help. I'm pretty creative with uh, coming up with stupid ideas. Well, cool, because we're going to need some. Because I, I tell you what, these guys, it's no holds barred, and we're probably already a little too late on the deal but my thoughts are we're doing this for charity we're doing it for fun um you know we've got Penzoil and shell backing us up and those are great brands behind us and so the nice thing is i don't have to worry about fuel quality or oil quality in this deal i just got to worry about the quality of the car i buy oh see that makes it a little easier i think the fuel and the oil will definitely be big factors in this junker clunker that you've got to take like what is it two thousand miles a thousand miles um i don't know the exact I, I looked at the time and it said you know 16 to 18 hours was the range so somewhere between yeah. 1,000 and 5,000 miles <laughs> it's not quite that but no. austin to austin to las vegas um and then i guess according to the 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 guy that does this um cord he's a pretty cool guy talked to him a couple times he, he throws a hiccup into the deal, so we don't know what the hiccup's going to be, but when you get to the start line, he tells you what the hiccup is. And, like, one year it was like you had to drive to this certain Bucky's and get a picture with a stranger and a gas receipt. And another time it was you had to stop at this dirt track in, in Arizona somewhere, and you had to do 50 laps with your car. Oh, wow. That's... And I guess that took out a lot of cars. Well, yeah, I bet. Laps. it. Just think about 50 laps is a lot. Especially on a dirt track. Some of these cars can't handle any more going through any more crap you know yeah so i mean some of them are hanging on for dear life you know i mean obviously i'm not going to go the van route i've seen the footage of most of those ending up on tow trucks yeah you know the rvs and the vans i mean i think it's a good concept but i think it's just if you're buying a two thousand dollar van or rv it's probably been worked yeah i mean worked now, I just saw something, and I, this has already been done now, but I went ahead while we were talking, because uh, I can internet and multitask. I Googled the Fool's Roll, and I went to their website, and somebody had a limo one year, and that looked like a pretty good idea, but now it's been done. So, But a limo is still not a bad concept. Well, here's the other problem with the limo, though, is what's the fuel economy? Oh, yeah, you're screwed on that one. Because Ooh. you're not allowed to put auxiliary tanks on this thing. So Ooh. it's not like, it's not like you know, we can come in and mount a 20-gallon you know, fuel cell. Right. Right. And add tw 20 on top of where we're at. Because if you get caught doing that, you're out too. So uh, what so, game, uh, when you get to Vegas and you got to sell the car, you got to sell it for as much as you can to, I guess, whoever will buy it. Do you know what games you can uh, wager the money on when you get there? Or is it just uh, whatever they tell you? I think it's going to be blackjack, poker, uh, roulette, and craps. 
I think those are the four tables. Oh, okay. Well, then, oh, oh man. See, Rue, that's your best payout, but your heart well, is... If, if, if you go, are you talking about if you go red or black? Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know, it, it's what, it's. I almost say it's 50-50, but it's not because you got the two green ones. Right. Uh, the, the zero and the double zero. But I agree with you. I think that's the best rotation. But according to, if you look up, you know, odds and stuff, it is not. Mm. Well, that's going to be a hard decision to make then because what game are you going to play? see how much money you can win and then oh man wow this sounds like just like stress like it's a fun blast but it's so stressful that whole time too well that's the, that's what's throwing me off at first when you when you read about it and you see the videos and you see the whole you know the picture of it you're like oh man this looks like a lot of fun this is crazy we're gonna go buy a junker we're gonna get it there we're gonna have fun you know they're gonna throw a party we got the chance to win money for a charity everything looked on the up and up but then when you start to research it and break it down, you're like, yeah, wait a minute. This is a lot of work. First, I got to go out and find the perfect car. You know, the little lady from Pasadena that never, you know, kept her car maintained well, but she only wants two grand for it. Right. Finding hers like a needle in a haystack. Then getting the car prepped, getting the right costumes that fit, as you pointed out. Um, you know, theming the car all together, then driving all the way to Vegas the next day having to turn around and sell your car for as much as you can in one day. Holy because at cow. night, I think it's like at 8 o'clock at night is when you have to go to the table and make the bet. Right. That's insane, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? The upside to it is, you know, I feel like um, I'm not just doing it for me. So I feel like it's one of those things that I'll be, like, pushing hard because I've got everybody behind us. We've got SEMA Cares Committee that's going to be behind us on this deal. We're going after to do the Children's Help Program. So I feel like there's a lot of weight on my shoulders, but it'll be very rewarding in the end to pull it all off. Yeah, it'll be totally worth it. Um, now you've got the uh, you've got the trip that you got to make from Austin to that's like 19 hours, I think, is what you worked out. Does that mean that you go straight through? Do you get to take a night in a hotel? I mean, you said it is a race. Whoever shows up first, is that just up to you? It's straight through. Okay, wow, that's always fun. <laughs> 19 hours straight in a car, that's easy, especially in a junker. Oh, I, I just okay, so you're gonna have to find one that doesn't stink too yeah stinking could be a really pro a big problem yeah, oh definitely no vinyl seats <laughs> no smoker yeah. cars yeah no smoker cars definitely not a smoker car can't handle that oh man my allergies would kick in that'd be the worst wouldn't it you're driving plus resale value on a smoker car is worse right and so the vinyl seats are gonna smell funky because they're old and uh if a, they had a bunch of dogs or cats your allergies in the cloth seats oh man geez just the thought of it well, and also think of this: we're in costume the whole time. It's yeah, not like you can just drive down the road, take your costume off. You got to drive with the costume. So you got to find a comfortable costume to wear at the same time. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully something that if you do get pulled over by the police that they don't put you in the funny farm for your costume. Right. Okay. Wow. Now, what uh, what day are you guys leaving Austin? Do you have that date? I, I looked it up. It's like March 29th or something? That's correct. Okay. And you are going to be on uh, Facebook Live, Skidmark Show, and all of that the whole time doing videos and updates and Instagramming and everything, right? Well, not only that, but we're actually go you're going to be able to follow the journey starting 
starting this week from the announcement to me finding the car, searching it out. I'm actually going to put out there on the website early on for anybody that actually has a $2,000 car that they want to sell. Oh, nice. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to ask our fans for some help here. <laughs> and then you're actually going to follow the journey of getting the costumes, getting the car wrapped in the theme design, whatever we end up doing there. You're going to get to enjoy the whole journey. And then, of course, the trip, you know, the awards banquet, how we do with the charity. You know, we're going to do a big presentation at the end um, for SEMA Cares. And, you know, the whole cool thing about it is you're going to see it from start to finish. So when we buy the car, we bring it back to the shop, we prep it. We're going to, you know, obviously change the oil in it right away, get Penzoil right in there, start doing its magic, get some shell love in the fuel tank, you know, because some of these, you know, it's funny, a lot of cars nowadays take premium and let it, but a lot of people don't want to spend the money, so they use regular. Right. So, you know, it, all these things to prep the car, we're going to do some test runs, make sure that we think the car's going to be able to handle at speeds, you know, um, some short, short runs, but looking to make sure nothing overheats, nothing looks loose or broken, you know, we're going to make sure the brakes are good, tires are up, and uh, you're going to get to follow that whole journey and, and hopefully enjoy it. Okay, cool. So you're going to have uh, stuff up at skidmarkshow.com, our Facebook page, pictures on Instagram, and of course, we'll probably talk to you at some point on the phone from somewhere on the road, and uh, that'll be for later on. Well, and you know, here's the thing, bud. If you look at the map, Austin, one of the routes takes you right through Lubbock to go to Vegas. So depending on where the hiccup is in this deal or, you know, the little side thing that we have to go do, if that's near there, we might even hook up and get a photo op on the way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that'd be great, man. You guys swing through here and uh, we'll we'll not keep you for longer than like 30 seconds because it's a race. But yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it'll be a blast, man, because, you know, you, you look at this thing and I like the fact that we're going to do it for charity because so many times we do this for fun and we enjoy the journey, you know, and all that. But this is an op- opportunity for us to turn around and give back. And now, you know, name the charity again, because it, it is one of the, the best charities out there, personally, for me, and uh, it's involved with, with SEMA, too. So what's the charity? Well, basically what we did was we teamed up with SEMA Cares, and one of the charities they help is called Children's Child Help. And what that does is that's a program and services that have impacted over 10 million children all over the world wow. who are victims of severe mental, physical, and sexual abuse. And, I mean, I just don't think in bullying, all these things that are going on with social media, you know, so you and I, we grew up, we didn't have iPhones. We didn't have a way to correspond after school was out pretty much. You know, so yeah. if you got bullied at school, it ended at three o'clock. Yeah, now exactly. Kids nowadays, it, it continues. And, you know, you've got five kids of your own. You know, who knows where the technology is going to lead? Oh, you know what man. I'm saying? So, I mean, for I, they need more programs like this. They're going to out there and they're going to help kids because I think that the worst thing in the world, the kids are our future. That's what's going to, you know, take care of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. So, and, and, and we want, you know, it's, I mean, I don't like any abuse for anything, whether it's a dog or, or a cat or, or any kind of animal or a child. But I thought this was a great cause because they went after helping kids that are abused. And, um, you know, it's amazing that they have to, that they've already helped over 10 million. I can't believe that there's 10 million abused kids in this world. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, so, uh, that's awful. Yeah. So if we can help knock some of that out, I, I'm going to do the best I can, you 
you know, and I hope that we come away with the grand prize and we win the Bulls roll and we can put a lot of money towards this charity with SEMA. All right, and you can follow the progress uh, all the time at skidmarkshow.com, at our Facebook page and Instagram and everything else. And, man, I can't wait. This is going to be a blast, and uh, we'll get it up on the Internet and everybody can hang out with us. You got it, guys. And, hey, man, you know, take a look at the fullsroll.com. I mean, it is a kick in the pants, I tell you what. I've been telling the people at SEMA that we've been doing this, and I've been talking to some other folks, and everybody that's seen it goes, oh, I want to do that. So it's the kind of event that you could go out there and do and have fun, and it's not really going to break your wallet. Skidmark Show. You can download all the episodes on iTunes, skidmarkshow.com, Podbean, SoundCloud, and everywhere else where you get to your podcast, and you can get Skidmark Show. And we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Did you miss an episode of Skidmark Show? You can listen to all of them online anytime at iTunes and skidmarkshow.com. This is Skidmark Show, the loudest show on the internet, powered by Pixel.